On today's episode of The Strong Cast, Devin Smith and Shermichael Singerton will join us to talk about Meat Mill violating his parole, Judge Roy Moore's current status, well, the president returning stateside, and the devastating earthquake on the border of Iraq and Iran. That's up on Strong Cast. Is your current mortgage rate 4% or less? Call United Security Financial today. Rates are excellent and property values are increasing. Are you looking to get equity from your home, lower your interest rate, remove mortgage insurance, or consolidate debt? Think United Security Financial. Call today and speak with a mortgage advisor. Call them at 1-800-373-4186. Hello everyone, I'm Armstrong Williams and thank you for joining us. We're keeping pace with what's breaking and unfolding in the news right before your very eyes. And we're back with our two favorites, Devin Smith. <laughs> Devin, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Sure, Michael Singleton. I'm good. How are you? Good. You know, there's a case making this, this circuit um, in Philadelphia for native-born Philadelphia and Meek Mill. And, um, and it's, it's an interesting case uh, that's be, that has come down where he violated his probation. And as a result of violating his probation, he's been sentenced to four to five years uh, in prison. Uh, I find it interesting. Four uh, to five years. Four to right? five years. I thought it was two to four. I read. I just read two to four. I don't think 45, though. I'm well, sure. maybe I'm sentencing now, so correct me. Don't let me add to Four to five years. Two to four years. <laughs> two to no, four years. No, that tells you where my heart is already, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, do you, are you familiar with the judge? Not from, not really familiar with the judge, but familiar with the case. Um, the judge is, what is it? It's judges, it's green. What is, what, what, what is the judge's name? I can't name? recall the name. It's, exactly. What's the judge's name? Just yell it to me. You know, we keep it real here. What's, what's her <laughs> name? I do know the judge. Uh, it's interesting about this judge. Let me tell you a little about the judge. Mm -hmm. This judge graduated from Temple okay. uh, in, 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 in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, graduated from Spelman. So it's and, an African-American woman. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. Does that make a difference? It's, this is it should make a difference for the people who are saying that, you know, it's a racial time, yeah, It's racially unjust for this to be. Judge, but so. it's amazing that your reaction to my mentioning her background, <laughs> that your reaction was, oh, my God, that may make a difference. Maybe she's well, not racist or bigoted. It to me because I like to look well, at no, no, the No, no, you facts. just said something. You just but said something. for those well, who are protesting, I mean, I would imagine that it should make a difference if the argument is it's a racial issue. No, well, let me tell you a little about the story for those that are maybe not familiar with it. Well, Meek Mill uh, had an altercation in Manhattan. He was also caught with Percocet, which is considered a narcotic, yep. which violated his probation. And he also had an altercation at the airport. In St. Louis. That's right, in St. Louis. A physical altercation. Yeah. He had an altercation in St. Louis. And not only that, this judge is known for taking it personal when she puts you on probation and you violate the sure. probation. Which, how could she not? I can understand that. It's like, oh. I'm trusting you. I'm giving you a chance. Sure. And you're, you know, you're, you're violating that chance, that trust that I have and in it's you. It's even deeper than that with Judge Brinkley. It's even deeper than with that. Okay. Uh, Meek Mill, the judge is personally involved in her cases in the probation. She actually sentenced Meek Mill on probation to feed the homeless. When Meek Mill was supposedly showing up to feed the homeless, the judge, Brinkley, went to the place herself and found Meek Mill sorting through clothes. He wasn't feeding the homeless. And as a result, she felt she had been deceived. She'd given a member chance. And this yeah. judge, since being on the bench, has been very consistent at meeting out these kind of sentences for people who violate her probation. Yeah. All the time. And guess what? 
Of all those that have been appealed, not one has been overturned. And no one believes that he has a snowball chance in cold Philadelphia and having this overturned. So what's the problem? He violated his probation. What does it have to do if he's some kind of superstar and the most famous person she's had so far? It what? should have nothing to do with it, yeah. which is the point. And she's she's treating him like she would any other citizen. Judges, judges, and, she's blind. And, yeah, exactly. And and now that's a problem. So what, what would they like us to do instead? Well, look, right? I mean, what are the I people protesting? What do they want instead? Legally, legally speaking, as someone who was going to go to law school, I have to look at precedent. And precedent would state you look at other court cases. Her you, cases. You, no, 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 no. Precedent does not just mean that particular judge. That's not how it works legally. That means you look across the bander at a various cases. If I'm a defense attorney, I would look at all of those cases and I would make the case, Your Honor, based on X, Y, and Z, similar cases where individuals were placed on parole for multiple times of infractions, they did not get this type of punishment. So I would like for you to revisit your decision. And if she doesn't, then I think his defense, if they're smart, they will bring it to the appellate court level. That's being a good defense attorney. Now, let me address that. She's been on this bench for a very long time. And it's been a 10-year ordeal. And in yeah. her cases, yes, in her cases, she has been consistent, fair, and balanced. She's been very I'm fair. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with the judge as an individual. I'm simply speaking as a defense attorney. They should look at all of their possibilities of getting their client out. That's their job. That's their duty. That's their obligation as attorneys. Now, let me tell you the problem I have with this. This is the real issue today for me, is that if he were not some call, some call celebrity, and if he were not black, nobody would care. Absolutely agree. Well, his race should have nothing to do with this. And that's why they're protesting. I mean, the, the law, right? it, it should But, that, but that's why they're protesting. Why should we care if he's a celebrity if he's black? Especially when the woman, it's a, a woman who ha also yeah, happens to be black, yeah, right. who's <laughs> handing out the sentence. But it's uh, but she's not handing out the sentence because she's a woman. No, and because she's black. Absolutely, it's because she is fair and she's objective yeah, and she consistent. Interpretation of the law. She, she gave him his chances. She gave him his chance. multiple because this is yeah. he's viol It's not like he had one probation violation. Mm -hmm. There's been multiple strikes against him. But, but the question legally, Devin, has to be: Is that justifiable? The, 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 the amount of punishment time that she's given him, is that justifiable? And yeah. I'm not certain that it is. Are you questioning the judge now? Of course I'm questioning the judge. You think judges are above reproach? Come on now, Armstrong. This is America. So that's you're why questioning the court. So case, you think the public, levels exist. the protests, you have the right now not, to question the judge's interpretation and sentencing. I'm not speaking for or against the protesters. I'm speaking purely legally. That's all. That's all I care about. That's all that matters here. It's not about race. It's not about celebrity. It's about the same law. for her. Same it's for the judge. Yeah. And every judge has their right to interpret laws the way they would like. But in this country, we have an appellate court level, and if you don't like that, you can appeal. And his yeah. attorneys will probably appeal. Well, that's the way oh, the justice no, no, no. system not works. Not so fast. Not so fast. I dealt the And, and don't deeper. forget, the governor has also made a statement on this. Political, not doesn't principle. matter if it's political. Doesn't matter. It still has influence. It, precisely. Well, listen, Unfortunately. the good news <laughs> is that, we're glad to see that at least judges without pressure and celebridom and whatever you want to call it can make decisions oh, that's absolutely. consistency with how they run their courtroom. I agree. Okay, and that is important. I want to come back to a very interesting point. I want to get in a little about Judge Roy Moore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to talk about Judge Roy Moore a little different. And again, thank you all for taking your time to watch us today. I'm Armstrong Williams and got Devin and Schermacher joining us. Here's what I want to ask. Devin, let me first, let me ask you this question. Shermock, are you a saint? <laughs> 
I'm trying to be the best Christian I can be. I'll put it that <laughs> but way. But you're not a saint. None of us are. Devin, are you a sinner? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, let me just tell you That's only the fun kind. Let me tell you, I am a sinner. I want to tell you, I don't know any, and this is the question I want to ask. None of, none of us are perfect, mm -hmm. but the creator. Here's the real question. Is it fair to go back to who somebody, what they've done and what they violated 30 years ago and still judge them by that today if there's no track record 20 years later that they consider, they continued that behavior, that they moved beyond it? It's just something that happened. I, I, Should I we still judge them by 30 years I, ago? I now, listen, rape is a different situation. Sure. Let's, let's just say that. Murder is a different situation. Okay, that's different. But even if it's rape or murder, Armstrong, this is a state election. This has nothing to do with the rest of the country. I mean, as a conservative, I have to side on the side of those individuals who are going to be voting in this election. And if the citizens of Alabama want Roy Moore to represent them in Congress, their decision. that is their decision. Yeah, I agree. This has I agree. nothing to do with well, me, still, you, or anybody else around the country. He's still leading the polls. He is. Like by 10%, I think. It's 30. Now, I don't have to like it. Yeah. But that is their right as a state. And but, I will always defend that because if I was in a state, I don't want someone in Georgia telling me what to do in Texas. No, Mind your business. Yeah. Stay, stay with the, stay the, with the politics decide. of your state. Just Absolutely. like the same thing that I say about people feel that politicians, there should be term limits. There are term limits. The, the voters vote every two and every four years. You don't need it. There's term limits. limits. Listen, but, but the real, but, but Jeff, Debbie, you were forget about the response. 30 years ago, it's as if it happened last week, the way the media is outraged. It didn't happen last week. Yeah. It happened 30 years ago. Well, you can't even remember where you were 30 years ago. I, I was barely alive 30 years ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, well, I think it's, you have to, apply, if you're going to apply that to Roy Moore, then you have to apply that same logic to the Harvey Weinsteins of the world. Oh, no, he and, never changed. There's a difference. Well, and I think that's important. That's the important part. But he that also changed. does not justify... Roy Moy's behavior 38 years ago. Should we evaluate and say, yes, he made bad decisions, but has he improved upon who he is as a person? Yeah, that's the point. And so far, it yes. may seem like nothing in the appear. last Correct. 20, 20, 5, 10, 15 20, years. 15, 20 years. He became a better human being. He evolved. Okay, Harvey but, but Weinstein, Kevin Spacey did not evolve. But this year, Armstrong, I think this is a fundamental problem that we really need to discuss more in this country, the role of, of, of states, states' rights versus this whole federalistic idea of the government or some national organization coming into your individual state saying, we're going to dictate who should represent you. We don't have, that's not the way this system was set up. And if, again, if the people of Alabama say, look, we forgive him for whatever his past right. deeds may be, we think he's the best person to represent us, it doesn't matter if any of us agree with that decision or not. That is their right. If you don't like it, then donate to the other candidate. Or go to Alabama and work against Roy Moore's candidacy, but don't just be a casual spectator on the sidelines, like the most of these people, commenting on how much you dislike Roy Moore. That is their right as a state, and I think that's fundamental that we protect states' rights throughout this, because if not, what's going to happen is, every time there's someone running for office, Devin, people are going to say, well, we don't like that person. So you guys can't vote for them. Well, that's absurd to I, me. Well, I think you, you make a good point, but... It doesn't really seem like our, you know, the Marylanders, like myself, my opinion, New York's opinion, is influencing that much if the polls in Alabama say, Oh, they're, but they're closing. The polls have closed because of this. I was just looking at the numbers today. They are closing. And, and look, I, I don't have, you know, a horse in this race at all, okay? Right. I want what's in the that. interest of the people of that state. But it, what it shows to me, looking at the numbers, how they have gotten closer, that this outside well, of opinion course you're is have impacting the What is the, the election? It's uh, four weeks, four weeks from now. Four weeks in December, yeah. Listen, let me just say this. What is interesting about this, it reminds me of when President candidate Trump 
was running and it came out about the groping. Mm -hmm. The same thing. Mm -hmm. But what happened is they created more empathy for him mm -hmm. than, uh, than contributing to his demise because people thought felt empathy for him. They felt it was unfair. They felt they were piling on. And the very same thing is happening well, with remember, Roy Moore. Ted Kennedy in Massachusetts killed a woman. Right. And they still elected him to the Senate. Killed? Or was it manslaughter? He didn't physically. Okay, manslaughter. Yeah, okay, let's be accurate yeah. here yeah, with the words. Yeah. I mean, you left someone in a okay. car. <laughs> Come on. Manslaughter. But the point is, the people of Massachusetts still elected him to yeah. represent them. I'm not trying to compare the two, but I think... You know, but if but that were Roy there. Moore, the media would be having a absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They would. Well, that and I was... The, the, some of the wording on one of the articles I was reading was talking about how three of the women aren't really accusing him of anything except for trying to date them. Yeah. And yes, they were young, yeah. sure, but it, and whether or not you agree with the Alabama law is a separate issue, but in the, in the legal system in Alabama allows, I think 16 is kind of our 18 legal. here. Yeah. So now you can be accused of harassment for trying to pursue someone without ever really doing anything that's inappropriate. So I think we're starting as a society to, as a society to walk a fine line of how can we even have a relationship with a man and a woman without it being under a microscope mm -hmm. at all times. And, 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 and unfortunately, when you're young and feeling your oats, every now and then you touch. It's sad. And maybe we need to learn from that. <laughs> oh, it's true. But it's, it's come on. It's tough. We touch. Young yeah. people, young people touch. I mean, that's a part of our culture, who we are when we get these feelings. There, there is, but, but there are also repercussions for these things. And, and, of course and, and, there and, and is. As someone who's always been involved in politics, even when I was in high school, I was always careful about certain things with friends because I always said, well, what if I run for office? I don't want someone digging up something on right. me and saying, well, look, you know, were you the best person? Now, if, if it's an adult consenting with another adult, I'm completely for it. Sure, Michael, but children I, but I, but don't I do, know any better when teenagers, well, no, when you're I'm, 15 I'm or 16 not, years old. Come on, them, there's a lot of immaturity people, this but year. But people yeah. should be, well, that goes to And parenting. a lot of hormones. A lot of hormones. I mean, sure, people are human. That goes to parenting. The parents should teach their children what's acceptable and what's not yeah. acceptable. Sure, Mike, you can teach them until the cows come home. But you in there and your hormones are rising and the heat is rising. Well, when my parents it, told it me happens. not to do something, I didn't do it. Well, and so many others God bless who America. Also You're an exception. Not everybody have, had the kind of parents you have. And so that's okay? our responsibility that, the, that their parents But were 30 parents. years later, should they be punished for that is the question. That's and my answer the, That's is, up to the voters. That's not up to us to make that decision. And, then at what, so, and if you're going to go down that road, at what point is it okay to say... Does it have to be, it, it has to be more than five years ago that you did something bad, or does it have to but be more than But that's another thing. Do you, do you put a time where, frame Yeah, where's the time frame? Well, listen, common sense. That's what's missing <laughs> in this conversation. And not showing my, where I am one way or the other. The, the people in Alabama is just showing their common sense and their judgment. They don't need the big Washington they media and the big politicians yeah. to tell them how to vote mm -hmm. and anything about Roy Moore. They've known Roy Moore since Alabama, and they and he's a son of the South, and the Southerners are going to do whatever they want to do and forget about the establishment and the elite. Well, and I was I kind of jotted something down in my notebook when I was reading about this, and I wondered, is the mainstream media so untrusted today that they're actually doing a disservice to themselves when they take such a violent statement on something like this, because the people of Alabama are like, well, we don't believe you anyway. So you're just going to reinforce our position to support Judge Moore. Well, that, that's a fair point, Devin. And I think if you look at media's approval ratings and if you break it down by section of the country, so northeast or south, mm -hmm. when you start going south, 
you do see those numbers decrease significantly. Sure. So if I'm in the media, I would think, okay, we'll write this story, and sure, all the folks who support us up north, et cetera, will rally behind it, but are we really going to be making a difference in this campaign? We may shrink some numbers some of this guy will more than likely still be elected because by what you just stated, their approval numbers and the trust of the media is almost non-existing yeah. down south. Well, let me tell you about, we're going to switch subjects enough. We beat that horse again <laughs> enough. And let me tell you about the unintended good consequences of talking about the things that we're talking about today. It has taken all the attention away from the president. And because of that, he's had a normal week overseas. Yeah, a very successful very week. Very successful. Not a lot of media work. focused on him. And he's been able to get things done. But that's yeah. going to change with the House preparing to vote on tax reform, that will which I'm pass. really nervous about. It will pass. It'll pass the House, but I'm It'll not pass certain the about Senate. it. I don't know, Armstrong. Have you looked at the numbers? I, I, it will pass. I don't know. All, remember, uh, they only need two to three senators to not vote. Ted Cruz, uh, Susan Collins out of Maine. There are several others that are on the fence. If three of them say no, it's not going to pass the Senate. They, they already know. Armstrong, that, that's forward. what they said about health care. This is different this time. It's not. This is not about Trump this time. It's about their own credibility. If they don't have a legislative victory before the end of the year, remember, they're doomed in the midterm election. Maine, remember, Maine, Susan Collins is a Republican. The is voters she? of Maine, is, yeah, she is. The voters of Maine, they're a different breed of Republicans. They, yeah. the, they view tax reform as not going to be the, the same way someone from South Carolina viewed tax reform or Texas viewed tax reform. Those senators are, remember, they're going to have to answer to their governors. They're going to have to answer to the people who voted for them. And so, granted, they may want to pass it for the party to succeed by and large, but when their voters at home say, hell no, we yeah. don't want this, they're going to say, I'm sorry, what if guys, they don't understand i got to vote it? against it. Because but what if they don't even understand what they're voting for or against? Well, I think that's, as I delve into, you know, I'm in this world longer and longer, is it seems like a lot of the time we really don't have a true grasp or understanding on what is in these bills, what does tax reform mean to you? And so I think that's a huge problem. And it, I mean, I really, that was very clear to me during the healthcare debate. Is, does anyone really understand and that's what Obamacare means, right, really Devin. the ins and outs? Because I think if you ask most Americans, they don't have a clue. No, they and don't. the people that are signing and, 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 and um, you know, approving or voting yes for these reforms don't have a clue either. They find out after the fact when something goes wrong, oh, that's what it meant? That's not what we thought it meant. Well, you, that's what you... You thought? No, you should know what's in this bill that you're putting your name behind. Right. Your voters are, you know, supposed to, that you're supposed to be representing. You need to know what you're signing. Well, that's I mean, why I think the president, and he didn't do this for health care, unfortunately. When he gets back, I do believe he does a great job of pulling a lot of people together with rallies. I think he needs to probably, for about a week or two, go around the country and talk to the American people about why we need this to pass, mm -hmm. what's in it, how this benefits everyday people, so that the people can call and put pressure on senators right. and say, no, we went to a rally. The president told us what's in this, and we want it, and you guys need to vote for this, or we're not going to vote for you in 2018. You know, last but not least... There is an earthquake in Iraq mm -hmm. and around on the border. Over four or five hundred died, over three thousand injured, and rarely a blip in the media. Totally a blip. Totally. Why is that? I think it's hard. I think the American people probably struggle to feel empathy for that community right now because of the conflict over there and how it impacts us. I think it's it's sad, but I think that's probably true. But that happens to there's natural disasters all over the world all of the time that we don't we you know oh that's really sad and then we move on with our day. I mean, I, I think the media right now is focused on what's salacious, what's salacious, what, what's going to get us more ratings. And if you look at reality TV, people like to see bickering, they like to see mm -hmm. infighting. 
And right now, I think you're seeing a degradation of morality where we're not really focused on what impacts someone else. Even if I can't immediately identify with your experience as a human being, I should be able to say, wow, that's devastating. Maybe we as a country should do something for right. those people over there. And we're not at that place anymore. And, and that's really unfortunate. Well, it's like our country's on this pendulum. And it goes back to something you said, Michael, about family values mm -hmm. and who raised mm -hmm. you and how, you know, how I often ask myself, who raised half the people in this country sometimes? <laughs> you and I both. For, like, I got a message on Twitter. I still don't even know I what saw I that. did to I deserve saw that this. this morning. Someone, I, I, I do not know who this person was. I don't even know what posts I said that made them so angry to say, I hope you and every single one of your loved ones dies from the worst form of cancer. And yeah, I saw that. It's, our society is at this place where everyone is just so on social media, in your face, we have no privacy. We have, you know, too much. I think media, and I think we're slowly starting to see a the bad effects of that, the bickering, the reality TV kind of mentality the of nastiness. I'd rather the nastiness. Right. And I think we're going to see this. And I think this is partly why Trump won is keeping it real and addressing the American people. And yes, he does bicker, but that's that's what's playing into our society right now. And I think right. that's sad. Uh, but I think we're going to slowly see a shift to back to some of the traditional values that made our country so great. 100%. I hope we do. And I, no, I think you're right. And I think people are, I mean, as a conservative, tradition is important. It and, is. and the reason conservatives argue that tradition is important because there are certain elements, certain concepts about society that are key to who we are. And when you begin to change those things, we're slowly beginning to see what that looks like. Yeah. What does it mean when you remove those values that, that we have maintained for 100, 200 plus years? And I don't think when people look at society today and they, and they think about the stories their grandparents told right. them, they're starting to say, I don't think this is a society that I want to live in. I don't want my kids, my grandkids, and next generations being in this, Armstrong. So I think at some point, Devin, we are going to reach that breaking point. I yeah. think more people are going to say, okay, this was nice while it lasted, guys, but we got to start returning back to some of those values that are core to who we are as a society. It's just so unhealthy. And the person that wrote that to me, in my, in my, my first reaction was, you're a person with all this hate in your heart. You're the one that's going to get cancer first because you're so stressed all the time, and that type of that type of um, constant state of of mental health is really bad for your health long term. And having that kind of pent up anger at someone you don't know is really sad. And I I get into discussions with people, and I don't agree with some of them. Sometimes I disagree violently with them in terms of my emotional response. But never would I wish that upon anyone, even my biggest enemy, in terms of a discussion. And that, is, that stuff happens all the time. No, it does. But you, are, you have to also day. realize that oftentimes what people write in the heat of the moment, when they write it and they go back and look at it a few hours later, they're just as shocked as anybody else that they were able to get to the point where they wrote something. I would take it with a grain of salt. Oh, I did. I thought it was... But, but how have we come so late and lonely to this place where people feel that you're traveling on a road that's so far different from the direction that they're traveling on that they can't even communicate with you. I mean, yeah. how have we come to this place? And, and, and I don't see anyone, to be quite honest, whether it's leaders, whether it's pastors, whether it's us as individuals, that are trying to say, okay, you know, we got to stop this stuff. Well, this has I been mean, set up for a long time, even with the debate, whether it's the abortions, mm -hmm. whether it's the civil unions, mm -hmm. whether it's the health care debate, whether it's the gun debate, or whether it's the right to carry, and whether guns are the causes of all the terrorist attack. I mean, it started long ago. It just bent up. And I do think, I do think uh, the president in his own way is bravado, the way he reacts like a gunslinger and sometimes like a gangster. 
adds to that swagger. And people say, well, you know, I'm just going to tell you just how I really feel. I'm not going to hold it in. But the government All we that have, bill. Armstrong, is no more, no less than the government we deserve. Donald Trump is only a reflection of this country. That's the whole point. He's reflecting what we've become. Oh, yeah. That's and exactly that's what it is. Unfortunately, part of why he that's won. That's part of the malaise. Like, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's part I of agree. That's why he won, and that's probably he could so probably perhaps, win again. So perhaps this is necessary. For us to go through these issues with, with only Donald if we Trump. come out of it better. Yeah. Well, right. So we That's to my, that was going to be my we point. At what price will we pay before we but learn? Life, you know, life is a collection of moments in time, and, and you hope through each of those experiences you become wiser. And it is my hope that we become wiser through this experience. If not, I'm not certain what the next eight, let alone sixteen years, will, will look like. I'm thinking about the next sixteen days. <laughs> <laughs> Please, it wasn't going to. But then we'll leave it on that note. Devin Smith, uh, you have a webpage address so people can. Learn more about I you. don't yet. Yeah, I'll have to do Oh, my Twitter is at, and then my first name, Devin with an O, underscore my middle name, which is Bianca. 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 Sure Michael, at sure Michael underscore. And we're at A Right Side. Next Monday, uh, November the 20th, we've got an action-packed live broadcast during the grand opening festivities at the newest museum of the Bible. Join us as we welcome uh, the man himself, Dr. Ben Carson. And then Pastor Rick Warren and Dr. Tony Zeiss and Reverend A.R. Bernard as they join us right here on News Channel 8 live Monday, November 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're interested in attending, you can RSVP at RSVP at HHS.media. That's RSVP at HHS.media. You can also stream on live, live at www.wjla.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our all-new podcast. Now, Devin, I want you and Shermarker to sign up to the Strongcast on <laughs> iTunes and drop us that five-star rating. You can hear more from Shermarker Singleton and Devin Smith on this week's new episode of the Strongcast. Stay, you stay classy, Washington, D.C., and I'll stay sassy. Good day, everybody. <laughs> I got to add my own in there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Strongcast. Subscribe to the show today on iTunes to listen to more episodes Learn more about the Strongcast at www.armstrongwilliams.com forward slash strongcast. That's C-A-S-T. And that's a wrap. (laughs) This week's episode of the Strongcast has been brought to you by United Security Financial Group.